We have a volleyball team, thank God. We do have a volleyball team, <laughs> and they just beat Missouri. We keep that stupid bell, even though we don't trade it off for volleyball. Nope. It's only a football thing, even though trophies should be an all-sports thing, in my opinion. Like, Oh, I, you think that like if we win... No, I don't think that that's fair. Yes. No. I, I, I do. Like... You know how after the Iowa football game, we went straight to a volleyball game where they were playing Maryland? Imagine if we had Iowa that night in volleyball, too. Or if we have football before, if we have volleyball before the football game. I think it would be cool if you had a separate trophy for a two of three. Okay. Let's bring their basketball team, their volleyball team, and their football team to campus all in the same weekend. Whoever gets the best two out of three. That would be really, really neat. The thing that is frustrating about college sports is that all of the cool stuff happens at once. Yes. I mean, there's hardly any interesting sports stuff to talk about on college campuses once springtime rolls around. Yeah. I mean, especially when you're not exactly a basketball school. Um, <laughs> you're trying, Fred. Just Yeah, I'll just still try go to, to the games because the cheese fries at the arena are awesome, but I'm not showing up for the basketball that's being played anymore, and it's been that way for a minute mm-hmm. um, before before Fred came along. so Miles had his moments, but he, he still couldn't get the them riled up, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but the volleyball team... The volleyball <laughs> team, thank God. No, no. But this was our A block. The volleyball team does get that crowd riled up. I was there at the Missouri game, and when we won that third set, it sounded like a football game in there. Really? I, I'm not going to lie. That's awesome. I didn't go to the Missouri game. I went to the Ball State game, and that was just a rout. I think that... <laughs> you just punched your microphone. I think that I've got a lot of aggression left over after the football season. Um, No, Nebraska volleyball is kind of magical because we've all just decided collectively this is a thing we care about. Yes. Um, And it's weird because volleyball, there's nothing about it that screams like a Midwestern sport. But yet it's huge around here. Like the Big Ten has been the biggest and baddest volleyball conference in the land. For, as for long, a minute. For a minute. And Nebraska's been at the center of that. Yeah. Even when we were in the Big Ten, we were always playing Penn State. We were always playing whoever was good there in the right. tournament. And volleyball's been huge here. And I, I can't point to anywhere else in the country where that's the case. But in this state, we get excited for volleyball. I, mm-hmm. I believe we have, like, the largest volleyball, like, attendance like capacity wise arena that's i believe that that's true yeah for like an arena that's specifically made to play volleyball then because i imagine some schools just use the basketball court oh yeah absolutely i think we do have the largest specifically volleyball arena in i think the united states yes which is dope that that (laughs) happens here one of those many weird Lincoln-only things <laughs> yes. um, that are kind of awesome. So, yeah, Missouri, going back to the things that happened on the court, Missouri mm-hmm. surprised me because, like you said, Ball State was just a route. Mm-hmm. So I knew this team was good, and I was feeling confident heading into that Missouri game, even though I knew that Missouri, even though they didn't have a ranking by their name, they were still pretty good. They were right. in that others receiving votes little category. Yes. They've been there uh-huh. all season. Uh-huh. And they they played hard their first set, Which and they is, won. They won the first set. Right. <laughs> Which is awesome. Uh, I think that, like, awesome? act- yeah, no, I think that having competitive games early in the tournament oh. makes you better later in the tournament. I'd be curious to see a study, like, on teams that are good that struggle early being better. Mm. Yeah. Because like, I bet that if you sat back and, like, looked at March Madness. Yes. Like, if you... If all of your games are within 10 points before you get to the Final Four, you are probably a better team in the Final Four because of that. Or at least outplay what you normally would do late yeah. because you have had to stay sharp. Now, sure, maybe you worry about fatigue, maybe you worry about injuries, and maybe that balances out. But I think that this is actually a good thing, especially because these games are so spread out, right? Mm-hmm. It's like two a weekend next week, two a weekend next week. Um, do they take a break for Christmas or do they just... No, we're done by Christmas. Oh, so, so when would the final four be? Well, this is this week's 16 and 8. 
Oh. And then the following week will be... Let's do some... So that'd be like 22, 23? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It always lands right around Christmas. In fact, um, one of our recent national championship runs, I, I literally cannot remember. It would have been our sophomore year of high school. I, I just love how we have a program where we can sit back and say one of our championship runs and not remember which one it Within is. Within the last five years, yes. too. Like, I just don't. But it was the one our sophomore year of high school. The, so Yeah. Um, one where we swept Texas in the final. Yes. And we were like, I was in an acapella choir at the time because I'm a nerd. And nerd! Accurate. And we were, um, we were going to go to the gig and then all try and make it back to be able to watch the end of the game. And the, the, like, the gig and the game started at the same time and we said, surely this thing will go four or five. So we will catch the end of it. And we literally walked out of the gig. We're at this like hoity-toity country club. I think it was Hillcrest. We walk out of Hillcrest and like we look at the screens and it's like match point as we're walking out. We're like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I I guess I'm happy, but I wanted to see some of it. (laughs) Um, That was almost just like High School Musical 1. How? Remember how they had the big play and the state championship game all at the same time? And oh, and he had to decide which he was going to go to? Yeah, decide which he was going to go to. Which does he go to? He originally chooses the basketball game, but then they have a power outage, which was caused by all the nerds in the theater, so he could go to the theater Wait, game. Wait, they made the theater game? Did you just say he went to the theater game? <laughs> this is like when my dad called intermission halftime. <laughs> Good lord, Justin. The well, technically, game. if it's a two-act play, it's halftime. But that's not even how two... <laughs> that's not how two-act structure works, and you know it. Do I? You sat through the first act of Fiddler. That thing was a monster. Oh, yeah. It's that's always right. like... It's really like two-thirds time, because <laughs> we know that if you walk out, and you're like, it's only halfway done, I'm not going back in there. Like, people are going to leave. But mm. if people are like, oh, there's only like... Half an hour left. Okay. So I actually go back in for intermission. That explains a there lot. There are like deeply psychological reasons for why you put like the intermission super late in a in a show that people actually go to. <laughs> yeah. So it's not halftime, and I was wrong. It's not halftime. <laughs> how how did you manage to hang around a theater department for an entire year and realize that like this is not halfway through a full rehearsal? I was like, confused every single time. Like, the second half just seems to fly by. It's like yeah. there's only four seats. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's priceless. I'm not going to lie. I find that kind of hilarious. I just assumed that I was backstage and I was missing a lot and just time was just flying by. That also probably accurate. <laughs> I uh, that's funny. Okay, high school theater memories notwithstanding. Uh-huh. Uh, Nebraska did rebound after being down in set one and won the next three, including the 32-30 slugfest at the end of, of set two, which you just knew whoever won that set was going to win the whole darn thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and now we go at Madison, Wisconsin. That's not our – is it our next game? Next game is Hawaii in Madison, Uh which I imagine has to be a fun trip for those Hawaii players. I I mean, that's got to help. You're happy to draw Hawaii at this stage. Um, Because Hawaii is like the weirdest, not based on performance, but just based on the fact that they exist, the weirdest team in the NCAA. Yeah, it's up there. There are other... Teams that I feel like there are certain teams that feel disproportionately prevalent in NCAA sports. Why is it that I always hear about Boise State <laughs> in every sport for like 80 different reasons? Like Boise State tenaciously is always there. They've got the weird field. They always seem to have a disproportionate amount of both top tens and not top tens. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I'm not crazy, that's right? How I like, feel, that's how I feel with Utah State, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Like, their basketball team has... I think it's been ranked, like, once in my lifetime, but I always hear something about them. It's the so Utah weird. State basketball team? Yes. Bunch of Mormons playing basketball? Yes. Wild. <laughs> but, yeah, Hawaii, like, just based on the recruiting standpoint, 
like you have the plus of you get to live in Hawaii. Yes. But that's also the biggest negative is you have to live. You are going to spend your college career on a plane, right? Yes. By the way, your summer break is when you go back to Ohio. So like when Hawaii gets fun, you go home. (laughs) Like I can see how this would seem like, oh my God, I get to go to Hawaii. This is awesome. I'm so glad this school recruits me. And then you get there and spend like 30 minutes actually on the campus and you're like, wait, I can't go to class because there's a volcano, but I have to get on a plane in 30 minutes to go play a game in Connecticut. Like, (laughs) you know. Halfway around the damn world. I would love to hear, like, someday SB Nation needs to get an anonymous Hawaii athlete and just do confessions of a Hawaiian athlete. Like, that would be really, really awesome. Yes. I think that that would be a great travel blog. Time to time to find all the former Hawaii athletes I can and send some emails. Oh, my God. If we could do that, that'd be so great. Oh, what if we interview one on the pod? Colt Brennan, where you at, baby? <laughs> Colt Brennan? Colt Brennan. I'm not familiar with our future esteemed <laughs> he, guest. He's the one Hawaii football player who actually was notable. He finished sixth in the Heisman voting. Oh, shoot, he got arrested. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> so there goes that plan, eh? Um, <laughs> but I honestly could find somebody on LinkedIn or something. I'm sure we could find somebody if we really wanted to. <laughs> the big thing would be if we really wanted to. If we really wanted to. Do we really want to? We'll think about it. I don't know if any Hawaii uh, athletes happen to be listeners. Uh, <laughs> drop, us, so. drop us a line. <laughs> Send us your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> um, yeah. That, Hawaii's weird, weird like that. And then after that, we get Wisconsin at their place, assuming they get past A&M. Um, I would rather, at this point beat wisconsin and like go to the final four go honestly this game might be more fun on this campus than a bowl game would have been i i think people will like seriously just sit around and it's on btn or what's it on it's probably on btn because yeah it's the weekend and espn will probably be showing you know college basketball and pro basketball Mm mm-hmm and maybe ESPNU if we're lucky. But other than that, well, I don't, be, yeah, like, like, I don't care. But yeah. <laughs> Honestly, don't listen to a lot of volleyball commentary as far as that goes. Like, I'm not super uh, concerned as to who. <laughs> Although, John Baylor can send you to college also. Really can call a, uh, a volleyball game. He hey. does it for B107.3, the ACT prep guy. Oh, so. Wow. That's you didn't him? know that? No. Yeah, so when you listen to the games, and then you've also been in his class, he reuses phrases between the two. He says, like, pow, a lot. And I'm just like, wow, I feel like I'm learning math, but also having fun. What is this madness? <laughs> um, one really quick aside. He's just a super weird kind of idiosyncratic dude, super funny guy. Um, and obviously, the ACT is a multiple choice test. Yes. With Which we will options. have later on this program. Oh, multiple trick. Great. Awesome. Well, <laughs> let's see how, how my score here stacks up to my actual ACT score. <laughs> but, yeah, good old Johnny B would be like, hey, what's the answer to this question about semicolons? And one kid would be like A, and one kid would be like C, and one kid would be like D. And John Baylor would be like, the answer is B, and this is why the Chinese are optimistic about their future. <laughs> And I was just like, that is the sickest bird to my entire generation that you could have possibly said right now. And I'm so happy about it. Like, how awesome is that? When you tell kids to their faces that they can be used as propaganda. Yes. That's demoralizing, man. It hits you. It hits you right here. It's a lot to handle. Uh, But yeah, great guy. If you cannot... Even so, so, some folks that I know will like turn on the TV, pause the TV, and then wait for it to sync up with the radio call and like listen to Baylor mm-hmm. instead of yeah. So kind of awesome. I've, um, yeah, because I like his commentary. I've never had issues with any volleyball commentators in particular, but I like him. No, he 
is just clearly super into it. Yes. And I think when you get the BTN folks or or, or any, you know, it's the it's the and, sense and of you draw you drew the short stick and did not get to go to basketball <laughs> this weekend and thus are commentating volleyball, which kind of sucks because obviously we know how much fun volleyball oh, can it's be. So much fun. Um and I'm sure that they enjoy it, but it always yeah. just does feel like, oh, maybe we got the B team this week, you know? And and there's also the people who I can't really judge because I know they know way more about volleyball than I do. Right. So, like, they'll be talking about something, and I'll be like, okay. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to judge them, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I think Baylor also makes it very easy to, like, care. If yeah. that makes sense, you get a real feeling that, like... There's excitement in the air. Right. He deeply cares, and, and so should you. Um, which is kind of awesome. So, if we win that game against Wisconsin, we'll go to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Final Fours, in 2020, the NCAA Volleyball Final Four is coming to Omaha. Is it really? That's yes. awesome. I believe they've had it there before, not unrecently. Yeah. T- oh. Tickets go on sale today. They're from like 90 to like $150. It, for financial advice, what, do, do you... Do you say Nebraska fans invest now? or Because I've been thinking about this. So if you're the kind of person who legitimately just loves volleyball, do it, right? Yeah. If you're there just for Husker volleyball, I think that there's a... So, obviously, this team and its fans are like... Like, if you've ever been in the Devaney mm-hmm. um, while this team plays, it's intense. I think that there will be extra incentive to go deep next year. Not to mention that we're knocking on the door this year. Yes, we're it's a young six, team. Yeah, we're not losing any seniors this year. Everyone's recruit, returning. So is it is it like a bit of a gamble? Yeah. But odds on you're going to get to see your team. Yeah. I think it's not unlikely. Yes. You know. Is this, if we go this year, that'll be two, three in a row that we've... Oh, I believe, yeah. Three or maybe even four in a row, but at least three. Yep. And, like, we are a five seed yes. going to the round of 16, likely to at least go to the Elite Eight. Yes. Retaining all our players with a great coach. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Should be interesting. I would think that, yeah, that's probably a safe bet. Uh-huh. And if not, you still get to watch some great volleyball. Heck. Pick a different team to cheer for. Make sure it's not Stanford, because I don't like them. Or Creighton. Because they're getting better now. Creighton. Can you imagine a Creighton yeah. UNL that, National that, Championship in... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The meltdown that this state would have would just be electric, man. Yes. People would lose their minds. <laughs> they would. I, that's I really want that to happen. Can I? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Can you put a finger on why you hate Creighton? Number one, we don't need him. Number two, why? Number three, Jaskers. Number oh, f- that's fair. <laughs> Jaskers are the most abhorrent of, of human beings. Yes, unless you attended Creighton. And even then, if you grew up a Husker fan... For basketball, still remain a Husker fan even though you're at Creighton. I am not sorry. Only if you grew up a Creighton fan because you went to Creighton or someone you know went to Creighton. I, but th- here's the thing. The people who are the most annoying are like the folks who's like one of their parents oh, went no. to Creighton and one of their parents went to Nebraska. Make side. Yes. Make up your... Did you see... The, the biggest example of this, the whole pick-a-side thing, did you see the jacket that Pete Ricketts wore? Yes. He's got a Husker button-down underneath a Creighton sweatshirt with a blazer that has Creighton inlay here and Husker inlay on this side and both pins on. It was revolting. We know you're a Creighton fan. It, it seems like a bad call as the governor of the state yeah. to be wishy-washy. Pick the region you need to win more. Yes. For no other reason, use the team for political gain. Pander well. Pander. 
we know you're pandering, but at least do it well. Yeah, p- pick pick a side and pander. Don't try and pander to both. That drives me crazy. <laughs> All right. Shame. That's some volleyball. And another Final Four that just got announced is the college uh, football playoff Final Four. Your segues today, man. And this year is the year the playoff was made for. Because there is... I guess. The committee got so lucky. Yeah. After, they got after conference championship. Out. That's probably they, true. There has been no debate on who the four teams should be. There's been debate over whether Ohio State or LSU should be number one. But at the end of the day... We know they got the four teams right, and there's no one else who you could make a case for in that spot. So, but is this year something that proves that the playoff is right at four? No. Because what does it hurt to add another four? Well, because when you have a year like this, where you have just these four teams and then like a cliff, then the rest of college football... Might be overestimating I'm, the cliff. I might be, but based on resumes, we have three undefeated look at, teams look at the and way one, one lost team. Look at the way that Wisconsin played US. Ohio State. Yes, looking at records, there's a cliff. Looking at quality, I don't know that there is. Human beings love Cinderella stories. If UCF had been in that playoff, we all would have watched that game. Absolutely. They should have been. Yeah. Right? That is the like that is the perfect argument for a strange wonky sixteen playoff or an eighteen playoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'd say if you expand it has to be eight. It I do not think we could survive with six. The thing is, I think that the six is where you're effectively giving Alabama or whoever the number one and two seeds are a bye week. Mm-hmm. But right? not this year, because Alabama is not they're not even in the New Year's they're not in the New Year's six even they're in the Citrus Bowl. Party Who do they in play Michigan. They got Harbaugh. They got dude. The Big Ten's most disappointing team is gonna play the SEC's most disappointing team this year. That's incredible. <laughs> imagine if Harbaugh goes like he, he's like zero and five against Ohio State, but imagine he's like one and zero against Saban too. That would be great. That would be the ultimate leverage move. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the 16 playoff this year, I'd say it would be a disaster. Because obviously at number five, I'd say you'd have to have Oregon as a conference champion and best of the two lost teams. That's the that's the thing. And, as as someone who is friends with a good Oregon Ducks fan, like Ducks. It's, it's tough for those people. Because it feels like if you win a Power 5 conference... You should get a chance to play for a natty, and they don't, and that's a shame. Like, But they get the greatest consolation prize in all of sports. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl will always be the greatest consolation prize. <laughs> yes. And I think the Rose Bowl likes itself as a great consolation prize. Do you think so? Yeah. Like, I think what the Rose Bowl likes is that it gets to be this, like, almost apolitical, non- um, national championship conversation biased like celebration of college football yes nobody ever gets mad about the rose bowl you know yeah if you win the rose bowl you won the rose bowl that's awesome that's like the second game in football that you think of next to a natty yeah i mean maybe the orange bowl i don't even not really no no, not the orange bowl not not even the sugar bowl the sugar bowl is big it's big but but the rose it's it's not the granddaddy mythos if if the British Open is the national championship of golf, if it's the pinnacle of the sport and, and what people can do, the Rose Bowl's the Masters. The Rose Bowl's the Masters. Welcome to a tradition like any other. We have a whole parade in Pasadena, California. Even the name, Pasadena. It rhymes with Augusta. They are both picturesque scouting things. Like, I think that this might not be this is like that far, genius. Uh, like... Yeah, it's the Masters of football. The U.S. Opens the Sugar Bowl. Then still important, but only for like this certain region. Mm-hmm. And then the PGA is one hundred percent the Fiesta Bowl. It's yes. there. It's important. It is a matter of time because before Tostitos starts to um, uh, sponsor the uh, PGA the Tour P- Championship <laughs> the because they no longer. <laughs> because <laughs> it's the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, right? We'll get to that. That. 
hurts my mind that they changed that. That is ridiculous. Yes. It has always been in my mind that there's Tostitos, Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. If, if it we, rolls off the tongue. Are we transitioning? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. Are there other things? I guess we should talk about how we actually think the playoffs going to shake out. Yes, and, and, and then we'll go into my bowl game thing because I'm proud of it. Yes, it's going to be fun. Um, we got a lot coming in the second half of the show, folks. Or as Justin would say, after intermission. <laughs> no, it's halftime. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we got number one seed LSU against number four Oklahoma. Oklahoma can hang with them if they want to. That's my thing. Because as I watched them against Baylor, they were clearly the better team, but they just let Baylor in that game on just like two or three plays. Baylor should not have been around. They just had two like long completions, and that's what made them tied up. Oklahoma, the talent is there. But gosh, they should have been showing it way more. <laughs> yeah. I think that LSU will probably handle him. Probably. I trust Ed Orgeron. I trust Joe Burrow, who's just like an imminently likable person, I think. Now now something terrible is going to happen or I'm going to not know about something. And on the other side, Ohio State and Clemson. The Big Ten has not scored a touchdown in the college football playoffs since Ohio State in 2014. So, that's so sad. The last time Ohio State faced off against Dabo and the boys, they lost 31 to nothing. This year it's going to be different, I reckon, because Ohio State is undefeated, they look complete, and Clemson is such an unknown variable. I mean, the last time we saw them against anybody, they won don't, huge. Don't the computers technically say they're still better than Ohio State at yes, this point? Because they blew out Alabama last year, and they have not looked back. Besides one hiccup against North Carolina. Right. The computers love them, but fans are just not impressed. Well, so don't get me wrong. I hate both of these teams. I think I hate Clemson more. Oh, I'm, I can't hate Clemson as much as I should. Really? Yeah. I, I hate Clemson a lot. Just based on the fact that, like, we've had Alabama since the beginning of the decade. Like 2010, to like 2009, 2010. Those are their first years. Those Clemson? were the start of the dynasty. And then Clemson comes and slays the dragon twice. I know. Even though they're there every year, it's going to take at least four or five more years for me to get to Bama levels of I need you to lose. That's true. That's probably... I mean, I hate Bama more than I hate Clemson. But those Bama-Clemson finals were just like, there are no good guys. There is, there is no... I think that inherent in a lot of the conversation around college football, but not actually made explicit, is the fact that people in the Midwest generally have beef that we do not air out with the South, right? Probably. I think that especially when you think about the dynamic of, like, the Big Ten and then the dynamic of the SEC. Yes, Worlds apart. Worlds apart. And Clemson is an honorary SEC member at this yes. point. At least in personality, as a school, you know, yes. they feel oh yeah. Like they're they, they, it feels like they're actively trying to, 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 to imitate what those big SEC schools have and have done a fairly good job of that. Yeah, they they play two SEC schools every year in non conference, it seems. But here's the thing. You are literally trying to be the thing I hate. And that makes you almost more despicable than the thing I hate. Like, ah, so frustrating. I, don't, I just don't even like thinking about them. Like, they annoy me. I, I would much rather see, I think, now that more that I think about it, Ohio State win. Even though I really don't like that team in our conference, at least it's our conference, you yeah. know? And I hate that we kind of have to root for our conference for our for any sort of future benefit we, we may have. Because it hasn't been talked about a lot, but that has been a stain on the Big Ten's reputation, the not scoring a playoff since 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Not ideal. No. That has been a stain that... 
And we'll see. I, I, I think LSU will end up beating. I think it'll be LSU, Ohio State. Who, who you got in that? The battle of Joe Burrow. LSU. I'm go. <sighs> no, I think that-, that here's the thing. Here's Joe Burrow's life story. Here's what happens. He wins a natty. He wins a Heisman. Looks incredible. He goes to the draft. He falls apart. We have seen this time and time again. The best thing you can have to win a college football championship is a talismanic quarterback. You need a lot more than that to run an organization in the NFL. But some teams are still convinced that that will get them to decent decent records. So they will suck them up. And, and Joe Burrow will be fine and make a lot of money. Yes. And he, in a couple of years, will look exactly like Baker Mayfield does in a Browns uniform. <laughs> But Joe Burrow does he does have that future draft bus kind of written on him. Oh not absolutely. Based, not on football performance. Just on the feel of the damn thing. Yes. Yeah. He's, he was a highly touted recruit, never really found his place. Even last year at LSU, he wasn't he really wasn't good. No. And then this had one magical year and he's gonna go top of the draft. Yep. But I'm I'm going Ohio State over LSU, just I, I think they're a more complete team. Uh, Ohio State's good at choking. It's a first-year coach. It is, yeah. But you can feel the ghost of Urban Meyer driving the team, too. Which, mm -hmm. Like, if I told you that Urban Meyer was not coaching, like, if you didn't know he wasn't coaching that team, you wouldn't know he wasn't coaching that team. Did I say that correctly? I think I made sense. I mean, it's sort of a word soup, but I think I understand. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's fair. It, It feels similar to an Urban Meyer team. And, and LSU's defense, it's I don't think it's all that good. I think they have a good secondary, but still they dropped what Bama dropped forty on them. You know, mm-hmm. like Ohio State just doesn't do that, and that's that's where I like them more. But this is the first year where I, I can say three teams have a, have an equal shot in yeah. my mind. And I wouldn't. I mean, last mean... year it's been like two of Bama Clemson show. Yeah. I wouldn't be 100% floored if Oklahoma got through. I would be very surprised. Yes. But not just like... Yeah, because they're a solid team. And and you can tell that their best performance is still out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you you saw that second half against Baylor where where they came back from 28-3. If that team shows up the whole game, they probably win Mm -hmm. against LSU. Absolutely, I think that's fair. They'll win their bowl game, and there are a lot of bowl games. It is Capital One, Bowl Mania, the defining sporting events of late December. When do they start? December 20th, almost always. Which is... um, yeah, over a week away. So over if we a week do away. one next week, I think we should do a bull pick 'em. Yes. Yeah. Based. That that <laughs> sounds like it. a good way to uh, waste a block on an off week next week. Heck yes. So, um, but <laughs> since bull games have exploded in popularity, I'm not sure about popularity, but explode exploded and exposure exploded in prevalence at least. Yes. Like. And we do live in a society. Mm. And it's a society where we can turn on our, our TVs on, 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 uh, on one Saturday in December, see broke college kids chest passing footballs into a giant can of Dr. Pepper to see who will have less debt in their future and go, yeah, this is normal. Happens every year. Like, <laughs> I, that blew my mind. Watching that during, I think it was the Pac-12 game was just the most depressed I have been in a hot minute, folks. Like, they, they got these people who have clearly never seen a football in their GD life. These, these two poor girls get up there, and they're like, hey, one of these people gets an education. One of these people don't. Take the balls, put them into the big Dr. Pepper cans, or starve for the rest of your life trying to pay off student loans. Fight! Like, I, I really thought that maybe they'd give, like, the last person a last-second challenge, and then, like, you know, the whole selection committee would just give a thumbs down, like, and they, they there'd be a trap door that fell out from under them, and they'd be eaten by lions in front of everyone, like. Ah. Uh, I, I imagine this is not the last we've seen of the Dr. Pepper Madness Challenge. Oh, it's gonna be back until the end of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the apocalypse hit, that's, that's how we're gonna divvy up food rations, baby. <laughs> I love that idea. 
So I don't know. I would love to do the Dr. Pepper because this, the like loser gets like ten thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. So the loser gets twenty thousand dollars. When it gets a hundred, loser gets twenty. So, so we kind of overstated the effect it will have on loser, but still, this just happens, and we just accept and watch it. And that, so everything has to have a sponsor, and sometimes sponsors they take up the whole name of the bowl, and they change so often due to contracts and other businessy words that it's very hard. Mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. It's very hard to know. What bowls are going to be on the schedule every year? Games. Bowl games. So unless you look at a schedule regularly, you don't know what bowls are happening. No. And I'm willing to bet, even if you consider yourself a big-time college football fan like I do, you still don't. You still can't name all 39 or 40. You That'd still probably really don't even know the number. Also, you should get help. Yes. So I have concocted a quiz, a two-part quiz, where... I will read the name of a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Some of these bowl game names I will read are on the lineup, on the schedule, for the 2019 Bowl Mania. Some of these were on the schedule in the past, but have since changed sponsorship names. And some of these I just flat out made up. Are you ready to play current, former, or fake? Yeah, as ready as I'm going to get, I guess. All right. I'm a little bit What's scared. The, how many of these do you think you're going to get? How many questions are there? Ten for this portion. Oh, Let's make this a little challenge. You think you can get five? Wager five. You're wagering five. Wagering okay. five. Number one, the Motel Six Cactus Bowl. Is that real, fake, or former? Current fake or former, I should say. So, I have a vendetta against cacti. Is there a story here? Yeah, but not one I'm gonna tell. Okay. <laughs> Um, Which makes it even better. Folks who I know are listening are aware of this. Um, this is kind of an inside joke with my godparents. Thank you for the coffee. I'm drinking the um, pecan random coffee-ness. Sentimental uh, messages aside. Sentimental messages aside, I want it to be fake because I hate cactuses. Is that your final answer? Fake. Fake. It is a former bowl game. Dang it! It is now known as the Cheez-It Bowl. Where was it held? It is held in the Arizona Diamondbacks' stadium in Tempe, Arizona. just called the Cheez-It Bowl? It is now just called the Cheez-It Bowl. I like things that actually go into bowls. And she, that's literally a trophy. It's a bowl of Cheez-Its. Oh my god. God. The <laughs> ways they'll find to sell you things. It's remarkable. <laughs> Number two, the Sears Alliance Bowl. Is that a current, former, or fake? You're telling me Sears has the money to still have a bowl? Like, that is some horse manure. It is former. It is fake! I made that what? up! What? No! That was... Oh. There was nah. the Sears Bowl Alliance, which was the governing body that ran the BCS, but they did not have an official bowl called the Sears Alliance Bowl. A little bit of a trick question, but not much. Okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> Number three. The Egypt Temple Shrine Cigar Bowl. I would like to point out you're 0-2 right now. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Eagle Temple. The Egypt Temple Shrine Cigar Bowl. That's fake. It is former. It was played from 1946 to 1951 in Temple, not Temple, in Tampa, Florida, and it was literally sponsored by a Society of Freemasons. What? <laughs> yes. Look, the Freemasons had a bowl? Let's take a look at this Wikipedia page, baby. Gotta love Wikipedia deep cuts. Cigar bowl. It was sponsored. Was the trophy a bowl of cigars? Look at this. Look at this Wikipedia page. Oh, my God. Folks, that is literally the, like, Masonic compass thing. Yes. And the straight edge. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that thing. That's actually. Yeah, wow. Their members wear red fezzes. The Shriners are. I didn't know that they were tied to the Freemasons. They were formerly known as the Ancient Arabic Order of the Nobles of the Mystic Shrine. And they sponsored a bowl game. Great. So I'm now over three. Number four, the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Real thing. Yes, it is. You will watch that. Let's see who's playing in the First Responder Bowl. 
I should have looked this up beforehand. We have Western Michigan against Western Kentucky. No, dang it. You have to just shoehorn Western Kentucky into my life at all times. No. It drives me crazy. You're like this weird closet wiki stand now, and I, I despise it. Go Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers, baby. All right. Number five, the Dairy Queen Blizzard Innovation Bowl. don't want this to be real. Is there a fairly e- even distribution of... Yes. So what I have we had, answered that. What have we had so far? We've I'm not had, answering that. We've had two real ones, two formers, and one fake. Or something like that. So <laughs> we're due for... We're due for a fake. What's the name? The Dairy Queen Blizzard Innovation Bowl. And yet this one sounds real or former. I'm going to say real. It's fake. I made that up. Damn it. What <laughs> oh, is so frustrating. Number six. The People Dedicated to Quality Restaurants Sunshine Bowl. Also known as the PDQ Restaurants Sunshine Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, former. Fake. I made that up too. Okay. You are one of six I'm right now. I'm so bad at this. Number seven, the Cherubundi Cherries Boca Raton Bowl. The Boca Raton Bowl is real. I think, is it still sponsored by Cher... Former. Oh, I'll give it to you. It's, it's, the, it's the Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. They dropped the tart cherry from the name. So... Yes! I'll give yes! it to you since since that will make you two of seven. And th- for sake of the game, you'd have to go perfect from here on out to win. So Okay, that's fine. I should not have said I could possibly go five because that was just hubris. <laughs> Number I apologize to my friends and family. The Fifth Third Bank Freedom Bowl. The what? The Fifth Third Bank How is Freedom the Bowl. first word spelled? Like fifths? Like five fifths? Yes. First bank... <laughs> Third bank. The fifth's third bank. It is a bank. Former. Fake. Dang it. I should have known. (laughs) It's a real bank. It's in Cincinnati, but that bowl is 100% fake. Number nine. We have the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Mm, Former. That's, That's on the schedule this year, baby. Ah, I'm so bad at this. Let's see who's Who's playing. playing. Let's see who's playing in this Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. We got Wyoming and Georgia State. What a barn burner. The more we do this, the more it blows my mind that we were not able to make a bowl game. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, the Destination XL Frisco Bowl. Former. That's on the schedule this year, too. What? You are two of ten. You sound like made-up 90s things. The Frisco Bowl. It's Utah State against Kent State. There's Utah State again. And Kent State has never won a bowl, so go Golden Flashes. Mm. Now we move on to phase two of the bowl game quiz. Phase two? Since there was are... a phase two? Yeah, uh, part two. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was I was informed about this. More things I can suck at. Great. You went two of ten in part one. That is, by all accounts, a failing grade. And yeah, yeah, now, it is. Well, but those bowl games, they've changed form every year. Some bowl games have had their names cemented in the sun for forever. But the sponsors have changed from year to year. Now we're doing sponsors. Now I'll give you five bowl games whose names have not changed, but the sponsors have I'll give you three companies, and you tell me the company who has not sponsored this bowl. Okay, I think if I get three of these, we should all be impressed. Yes. And and I should be redeemed for my terribleness in the first time. Sure. Okay. The Gator Bowl, Nebraska made a couple of them, is currently the Tax Slayer Bowl. They dropped the Gator in 2014, which I hate. But right now, we've got which one of these companies did not previously sponsor the Gator Bowl? Progressive, Publix, or Conica Minolta? It feels you need about like nine wins yeah. to get to the Gator Bowl. Mm-hmm. But it feels like Progressive should be sponsoring bigger things. But also Progressive has grown, so I'm going to say the Progressive has. Okay. We're looking for which one has not. Right? Has not. Odd man out. No, the second one was Publix. Yes. Can I know what this firm does? They are a uh, 
grocery store chain in Florida. Very popular. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is a thing. Is definitely a Where thing. Where Jameis Winston stole the crab legs from. He stole different story for a different time, obviously. Uh, yes. What is the third one? Konica Minolta. They make copiers. Yeah, that's made up. Nope, it is Publix. Publix has not sponsored oh. the Gator Bowl. You are 0 for 1. It is held in Florida, right? Yes, it is. Jacksonville. Ah. That, that, I'm tricky like that. You are the devil. You are just Satan. The Independence Bowl we value not being a part of Great Britain here in this country, so much so that we named a bowl game after it. Which one of our proud companies has not sponsored this bowl game? A. Waste Management. B. Poulon Weed Eater. Wait. C. Duck Commander Duck Calls. Which one? There's definitely been... Okay, of course Duck Commander has done it. Because it's the Independence Bowl. Yep. So, of course... Yeah. I think there's just brand integration there. <laughs> well, the first one was Waste Management. Yes, Waste Management. There has been... They have sponsored people before. They they own a, turn, a golf tournament in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. The Waste Management Open. So, it would make sense that that's... What's the middle one? Poulon Weed Eater. And it's the Independence Bowl. Poulon Weed Eater has not sponsored it. They did! You are 0 for 2. Waste Management has not sponsored the Independence Bowl. Okay, I knew that that was a major corporation and has (laughs) one of the dumbest names for a major corporation (laughs) ever. Ever. But, um... Yeah. All right, we've got the formerly known as Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, currently the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, but there was a brief period where the sponsor changed pretty much every year since Tostitos lost the contract. Really? Which one of these companies did not own the naming rights in one of those years? A, Vizio. B, Minute Maid. C, Battlefrog, which is an obstacle course company that specializes in military training. I'm so stressed. <laughs> you I'm need so to go perfect stressed. to make your target. So the first was Vizio. Vizio. And I'm almost TVs. certain that they have. Okay. Or at least sponsored a thing before. There's a name that I know. The second is... Minute Maid. Got your which list. has also probably sponsored a bowl. But I don't know if it's the Fiesta Bowl. And then there's Battle Frog Tactical Bowl Crap. <laughs> so what You're I'm going to so say is that Battle Frog probably has, because that's the memeiest thing I've ever heard. And of course you would, but it's also the kind of thing that you would pick off of a different bowl and throw onto the Fiesta Bowl. But also, sounds like a lot of guys sitting around a battle frog could totally get blitzed one Friday night and decide to put the whole company budget into buying the naming rights to the Fiesta Bowl. Ah, I'm going to say that... Minute Maid is the one that you has are not spots. Yes, you oh, got one. Finally. You got to go perfect from here on out. I believe in you. The Sun Bowl, the pride of El Paso, Texas, and the CBS Network. Which company has not sponsored it? A, John Hancock, B, Hyundai, or C, Frosted Flakes? John Hancock. Ah, oh, what is it? Frosted Flakes, because Frosted Flakes has not sponsored the Sumble, but they are the sponsor this year. But, but the Sumble this year is known as the Tony the Tiger Sumble, not the Frosted Flakes Sumble. It is the Tony the Tiger Sumble. What? The Tony the Tiger Sumble. Why? No idea. <laughs> That's bananas. And last question. You're just playing for pride at this point. The Las Vegas Bowl. Is it grocery store chain Food Lion? Oil company Royal Purple or video game console maker Sega? Sega's definitely done it. I feel strongly that Sega probably has. This is the what bowl? The Las Vegas Bowl. And we've got Food Lion or Oil Company Royal Purple? Food Lion has, Royal Purple has not. You are wrong again. Royal Purple has and Food Lion has not. You managed to get one right in that. That was terrible. (laughs) That was so bad. I thought about doing research, but then I realized that would be, like, unfair ahead of this. (laughs) You know? I'd be willing to bet any any one of our listeners who who was playing along 
probably didn't do much better. No, probably not. Probably not. Although, judging by the kind of people who probably listen to this, probably better than me. But, um, yeah, no, I did really terrible, and I'm willing to own that. And you know what? I'm kind of worried what it would say about me if I had, like, gotten yes. a perfect score. He probably didn't want to win this one. No, so long term, I'm feeling okay. I think I'll, I think I'll be all right. But, yeah. All right. So sports video games are a thing. I'm just glad we're getting this one out of the vault. Yeah, this <laughs> has been, been sitting there this, for a this couple has weeks. Been sitting on the chopping block for a while. Like, and since like college game day. Yeah. <laughs> as the as time goes on, you need to make each game somehow different than the last. And with sports simulation, that's becoming increasingly difficult to do as the years keep on coming. Mm-hmm. So one thing that these companies turn to is story modes. <laughs> And Which are just kind of a meme in and of themselves. Yes. If you're not familiar with sports video games, these things are just... There's no good way to do that. Like, there there are better ways than others, but there's not a perfect, seamless way yet in the technology to make everyone happy unless you were really to go, like, all out. Like, that's the thing, is I think it's always evident with these things. Yes, that because there are you... people working with, like, a limited amount of resources and a limited amount of mm-hmm. time. Because you have, like, one year. Because the game has to come out every year. Right. And during the season in which the sport is being played, you need to update the ratings. Right. You need to add, whatever, like, new uniforms, add new content to and... get, like, based on what's happened in the year. And while these are, like, big old corporations... Uh, it's still, it's yeah, it's, it's it's still hard to make things different. And story modes have kind of exploded in popularity with my careers and Madden Longshot. Right. NBA 2K was kind of the first one that I remember actually being invested in the story mode genre. And in 2K13, where you would have a cutscene or two after a game, you would answer questions from the press that make your popularity with the press go up, the teammates go up, the media go up based on what you said. And, all, and that was good, but they weren't satisfied. Once the next-gen console switch happened, you had characters. You had more cutscenes. You had split-time decisions. And in 2016, they took the next step. They hired Spike Lee to write the story for NBA 2K16 Career Mode. And let me be clear, this is not a video game. This is literally a movie. There are no decisions you can make in this game mode. Literally what? not in the story mode. You just watch it. Yeah, like, decisions are the whole point of these things, yes. though. One of the things, so I'm playing through the FIFA one right now. Is, is it the Alex Hunter one? Because that's the one I'm on. Yeah, it's the, but it's, like, one of the, it's the 19 one. Okay. So it's, like, is, it's not, it's a continuation of the story, and I never played the 18 one. Oh, yeah, the, the 18 one, it's, it's about what you'd expect it to be. Oh, there's the mean trash-talking guy on the other team. You have your friend on your team. Danny Williams! Yeah. He, you actually get to play as him in the next oh, one. Oh, nice. And Danny's way cooler than Alex. Probably. Slight, slight spoiler, Alex gets, like, transferred to Real Madrid and becomes, like, a huge dirtbag. Oh. And then also Alex's sister... <laughs> I'm still struggling on Crystal Palace here, so... You're on Crystal Palace? They needed my position. <laughs> Why CP? I didn't want to go on Sutherland. Oh, the other answer was Sutherland. Yeah, those were the two who had, like, a desperate, like, I can start right away. Oh, no, you don't do that, though. You, no, no, well, I know you automatically start, but I'm, like, I'm, like, the best player on that team. Like, I, I'm okay. the guy they're passing the ball to to score goals on those teams. That's fair. I, I don't get that at Chelsea. I don't get that at, like, Liverpool. I, I get that at Crystal Palace. That's fair. That's that's accurate. So you've got more opportunities to make something happen. Yes. Even though you're on a terrible team. Mm-hmm. And I suppose that your performance is, like, relatively awesome. Oh, yeah. Compared... I get, like, ten shots a game and, like, two goals. <laughs> right. Even though you get beat, like, 4-2. Oh, yeah. We, we lose a lot. I'm really not the best at it, but I get my goals in, baby. Nice. I, I'm, I'm like That's the top of the leaderboard, baby, in goals. <laughs> but Brilliant. the Ballon d'Or ain't going to be calling my name no time soon. If, um, if, uh, if, if soccer fans are looking for an apt analogy, Christian Benteke. Uh, <laughs> he actually, I think he played at Crystal Palace. That guy just like traveled crappy team to crappy team and was like, I'm okay-ish, but I'm great playing for what's effectively a championship side. <laughs> yes. And that's how sports video game story mode should go. You should have, you should be able to make your own stuff up about your character. Yes. 
and the game and how you play in the game should affect that. Leave it up. This, to this an... was not that. Right. This was not that. And oh my god, the, uh, the NBA officially licensed this product. Let me tell you. And so throughout this, you have your character who is born in Harlem. What? Yeah, you're and goes by the nickname Frequency Vibrations. What? Yes. Which <laughs> side note. Due to every side character in this thing, it's unintentionally hilarious when you make your character white because they don't change the voice acting. Everything's the exact same. Oh, no! Yeah, you're like, your parents are black and they just don't question it. So... No! Why would you even make that an option? Like, that's the nice thing about FIFA, is you don't... He's your guy. It's Alex Hunter. No, you can you, customize you everything about your no. guy. No, the goofiest looking person. All I can do is give my guy an ugly neck tat. You can give him like everything. You can give him like wild. blue hair and a unibrow, man. It's Always. amazing. Oh my god! So Anthony Davis fell backwards into some hair dye. That's yeah, great. And so you have your parents, and you have your sister, who's your manager. And then you have your friend. That sounds totally healthy and normal, but okay. Victor Van Leer. Uh-huh. He's your, he's your childhood friend. And uh, he this is his, from the NBA 2K wiki page, his character biography. Mm-hmm. He had a strained relationship with his father, who is heavily implied to have been a substance abuser. He had a better relationship with his mother, who passed away at some point before the story begins of AIDS. <laughs> this is a basketball game. Who was... I'm not trying to watch Red Dump in here. I'm trying to play some 2K. <laughs> Freak's family, that's what they call your character. Uh, they took Vic in and he became and he came to regard uh, your your parents as his family and parental figures. And so he remains a part of your inner circle as you progress through this game. And he but he gets into trouble with the law. He's always borrowing money. He causes rifts with your teammates. Your your coaches tell you to let this guy go, and you fight with this guy. Like you watch yourself argue with him in a car about what? everything. Wait, well, this also happens in Longshot. Yeah. In Madden Longshot, there is a car argument scene. These these things they're big on car arguments that you can't avoid with your decisions. But did that car argument contain <laughs> arguments about him making a pass at your girlfriend? Him what? Him doing an awkward freestyle rap. Him. Him crying. Yelling at you. He's like, you grew up with both parents. I don't know how that feels. So eventually, your guy just unloads on him. Like, I've... You know how much money you've cost me? You've cost me $250,000. You know, you're lucky I stuck around with you for so long. And then, it's the car ride's just silent. And then Vic speaks up again. He's like... But you owe me. And your guy's like, what? Remember Dirt Bike Donnie? <laughs> what? Who is Dirt Bike Donnie? A guy who your character accidentally killed in a fight because he was trying to steal your coat. And this Vic guy covered that whole thing up so he could go into the NBA without a scandal. The what? NBA licensed this. Your guy, at one point, was directly involved in the death of another man. They don't, con- they don't confirm he died, but they say he fell down a flight of stairs and split his head open. So, yeah. That's... Flash forward. You sign your first pro contract. Everything's going good. Wait, this is before you get this into... This is before you get into the league. This is before you get into the league. You sign your first pro contract, and then you get a phone call from Officer Vasquez. Oh, I should mention that after things have calmed down, you agree to let to lend Vic your car for the season, assuming that you'll be buying a new one with your NBA money. Of course. And you get the call from Officer Vasquez. There was a high-speed chase involving... Your former car. There was a crash. No! Vic is dead. Well, at least nobody knows about him more. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, think, you gotta think about that for a minute, right? Like, <laughs> my whole life ahead of me. 
I don't need Vic uh, ruining ruining this. That's that's kind of perfect, actually. That's okay. I'm not but that then, up. Before your first NBA game, the final cutscene of the whole thing, there's nothing about this that comes up again in your career. It's just a normal you play the games mode. Wait, what? Yes. It, it just becomes This is like... just a prologue to nothing. This is literally your character's backstory. Have fun playing the NBA. But before you play your first NBA game, it's not over yet. You go to the uh, neighborhood you grew up, the basketball court there. Right. And you watch Vic's ghost read you a letter he wrote to you. This is, this is basically his suicide note. What? He was suicide by cop? It is heavily implied that he was suicidal and intended to cause his fatal car accident as he laments the mistakes he made and Vic! apologizes for causing you trouble. No, Vic, no! That's terrible. Who thought this was a good idea? Like, who really sat back and was like, ah, here's how we get the kids to play yeah, NBA this year? I know. I can't believe that before your first NBA game, the thing you bought the game for, you're like, here's your best friend's suicide note. Go play ball. I wonder why the kids are so jacked up these days. And you get an achievement for watching that. <laughs> I should hope you do what do you think i'm just gonna walk away after that empty-handed no i expect some at least a little blood in the doop here's your uh what is the achievement called oh gosh let me look this up it's got some name uh... <laughs> but yeah the nba licensed this they hired spike lee and he wrote this they had to have kind of known that he was gonna go somewhere like that just knowing yeah. him, but like, what if he but, did it for the memes? Like, what? Yeah, if, I think like he's probably thinking subconsciously. They expect me to write a sports game story, but I'm gonna write a movie. <laughs> so why not? Like, just because if you watch the cutscenes by themselves, uh, it's over an hour and fifty minutes long. So oh, seriously, this is you could literally watch this as a movie if you wanted to. Maybe I, we should sometimes and give like a live director's cut commentary yeah. by not the directors. <laughs> On Livin' Da Dream. That's what it's called? Livin', Livin Da Dream? Da Dream. Da Dream. We stand that. That's phenomenal. Uh, so, I, God, 2K16 cannot be that expensive. Oh, let's... I might have to sit down and play through <gasps> Justin, do you know how to set up a Twitch? Yes! We should stream this thing straight or through. Or get this for four ninety nine. We should totally stream this. This is happening over Christmas break. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, watch out for the Just in the Dick of Time Twitch channel. <laughs> it's going to be great. We just became Twitch streamers. There's all kinds of dumb things we can do with that. We can. Oh. Yeah, because there's a lot that happens. Additionally. not cover couple scheduling things i think we'll just have a normal podcast next week talking about normal things even yeah, though it's our finals week yeah. we might have to reschedule it might come out later okay, in i the can't week. find what the achievements called but okay. no worries but um sometime over christmas we need to do the rivalries we, we need to do the rivalries we're going to start working on those but i think priority one is um Something else that I think I'll let Justin intro because it's very personal for me and I'm not quite sure how to talk about it yet. So, so I'll let my agent chat with you about Yeah. So speaking of uh, the NBA as we close this out, uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, I haven't been paying as close attention this year for too mainly that I don't have the time. Like I, this offseason was so exciting because everybody changed teams. But now I'm just like, what? Who's on what team? Yeah. Like, it's a hard league to break into. It, it is a hard league to break into. It's even a hard league for a fan like me, a longtime fan like me to get super into again, even though I'm sure I will once football season ends. Mm -hmm. So that little slight monologue aside, Nick does not have a team. I do have nope. a team. Nope. I, I, I am a Miami Heat fan, have been since LeBron made his decision, and have not jumped off the wagon since. Nick has never had a team. He's, 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 he's flirted with being a Knicks fan, but... He, he hasn't had that emotional connection to a team. He, he never cared if they won or lost. So we need to. We need to have, we need to assign him to a team. So in the, so, so sometime in the future. I, yeah. Well, I guess the, 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 he will make his LeBron James style decision. Right. I think that 
for both of us, obviously for Justin, who became a Heat fan and has always been a LeBron stan. Um, uh, not, or, not right now since you left the team. Well, yeah, but like, you know, you yeah, like but, the guy generally. Yeah, generally, I, I just, I don't want him to win basketball games, but I don't, unless he's in a Miami Heat uniform, but I have no qualms with him as a person. Right. Uh, that was a big event. It was much talked about at the lunch table when we were kids yes. and was was a formative basketball moment for a lot of people. So I think to, to kind of spoof that, we are going to do my decision. So I believe six teams, six teams, which is the same number as LeBron was considering. Considering. A lot of them are the same teams, coincidentally. <laughs> uh, I think we will probably put out a blog post with the, uh, with the preliminary six. Yes. And if people want to make a comment... Um, on feel ones free. we should consider, feel free. Uh, but that will be on Justin's YouTube channel, the Hustino Show. Or are we getting a separate one for this? Or I'll, I'll just upload. It. I need content. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sometime right. over Christmas break, that's Absolutely. gonna happen. That's Later, our folks. wrap, folks. R.I.P. Juice.